Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. The 11 to 1 show. With L-M-F-M. Being the victim of bullying can have a profound negative impact on your mental health and self-worth. And in today's world where bullying can continue long after school is over with online bullying on the rise, it's a big issue of concern, particularly among young people. My first guest knows all too well the impact that bullying can have. He experienced a period of serious and sustained bullying throughout part of secondary school, which led to anxiety and depression as he got older. Thankfully, he reached out for support and now he is giving back to a mental health and suicide prevention charity in a huge gesture. I'm delighted to be joined on the line by Michael Fitzpatrick. He's a property manager for luxury property destination property Fitz of Inch. It's based in Leash and he's donating €100 to SoSad for each property booking from now until December. Good morning, Michael. Good morning, Sinead. How are you? I am doing okay this morning. How are you actually doing, Michael? We're we're being very honest this World Mental Health Day today now. Yes, yeah, absolutely. It's um, it's a great day to be honest. I think um, everyone everyone needs to um, be aware of their mental health, and it's really important to have a, have a day like this and even a month like this to be to be aware of it. Oh, completely, it really is. So this is a big gesture that you're making for So Sad. What inspired you to give back in this way and to So Sad specifically? Um, I suppose I have had my mental health challenges in the past, um, just after my being bullied. Um, I've suffered with my mental health um, ever since. Um, it's been up and down. So I think we were a small business. And I suppose I just wanted to make an example for people that a small business can make a big impact on people's lives. Um, and so sad, um, they have an office in Leash. Um, so that was a big reason we chose to work with them. And the, their work is, is phenomenal in helping people. And the, the support that people get from it is amazing. And, and that's really, it's the support element is what we, we love. And it is, it's such a, a big gesture, which I'm going to circle back to in a second. But as we mentioned there, you, you were a victim of sustained bullying whilst at secondary school. Take us back. When did this start? What age were you? Uh, gosh, I would have been 11, between 11 and 12, but right. when I started off in secondary school, um, it, it began from the very beginning, nearly, um, and I was in boarding school at the time, and um, it, it all it all stemmed from, from there, really, um, and it just became very intolerable, um, it just really took a toll on my mental health, and I suppose at that age, you, you don't know what your mental health is at that age, mm. and um, it really... Looking back on it now, you can see the impact that it's had on me. Um, I don't think I realised it until I got older, um, how it had affected my life, I suppose. you know. Yeah, and so boarding school, that's going to be tricky. Was there no escape then from the bullies? Like, was this kind of a, a, a 24-7 sort of a scenario? Yeah, so it was a seven-day seven boarding school. Um, now, I must say... I did love the idea of boarding school. Mm. It was a great. It was a great place for me as an only child. Um, but I suppose no, there was. I suppose my escape maybe was definitely a walk. 
um, you know, going uh, to the locker rooms, um, you know, and I was able to escape from everyone there, I suppose, was, was how I managed to escape. And I suppose giving my friends a call, um, my family were extremely uh, supportive during the time um, and they, they helped me understand and, and realise what was going on. You know. Yeah, and, and it's so important to have that support. So what did the bullying entail? Was it name calling? Was it actually physical? What did they do? Yeah, so it would have been name calling. Yes, a lot of it would have been name calling. Um, and then there would have been a physical, you know, pushing around, isolation, and, you know, people running away from you, making fun of you, um, coming up with, you know, slang jokes mm. that, you know, really weren't jokes at the time. Um, and I suppose, you know, there was an element of sexual harassment there as well um, with, with me being gay. I suppose I didn't know it at the time, mm. um, but they had obviously uh, picked up on something there that um, that they could see and that, that they felt was a target that they could uh, kind of bully me for, you know. So all of this is going on. You're away from home. You're in boarding school. You don't fully realise your own sexuality. All of this is going on in, you know, in between class, at night time, whatever, you know, yeah. that that must have been really, really so, so difficult for you. Like, how did it impact? Did you find yourself sort of dreading school, withdrawing from social activities? How did it impact? Yeah, I definitely withdrew. Um, I didn't really attend much. Um, I ended up later later on in school, I ended up not attending some classes. I had mm. to take a break from school. Um, you know, it was it was very isolating, I suppose maybe is the, is the word from it. Um, isolating in the sense of I didn't get to have that secondary school experience that, yeah. that other people did where, you know, they had to crack and they went down to the tuck shop or, or whatever. You know, I didn't have that. I kind of was very much isolated to my room or, you know, basically it was very, it was isolating was the word, I suppose, to, yeah. to narrow it down. Yeah, and it can be so, that's where your own thoughts start to creep in as well and when things sort of, you know, your 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 own mind starts to kind of turn on you as well with different thoughts, that sort of stuff. So so did you, did the school intervene? What happened? What was sort of the, the, the pivotal moment or was there a pivotal moment where you thought, I, I actually have to get out of this? Or was it parents' intervention that kind of saved the day with regards to this? Um, parents definitely saved my, my own day um, for me personally um, because I was very, very fortunate to have parents that, that were there to listen and to understand and to, to help me get through it. Um, but I suppose the school weren't, I suppose, mm. overly generous um, with with their um, actions on the matters. Um, I ended up having to move schools three times um, nice. because the bullying passed through to each school. Um, oh they played rugby matches with each other and the nice. bullying got passed over. Um, and I suppose the schools allowed that to happen. Um, and, and that resulted in me, me being bullied for a, a long period of time. Um, and it, it never really ended, I suppose, throughout secondary school. That is so awful. And, and that level of maliciousness that it would pass mm. on, that you couldn't even escape the, the, the school life. So this led to problems for you then in adult life. It really has had a long lasting effect on you. Yeah, so at the time I didn't, I, I suppose I didn't see that it was was having an impact on mm. me, but I suppose when it was, you know, coming to friendships and trusting people and, you know, coming into the workplace environment, because um, I worked in a number of hotels in Dublin and then I went to college in Dublin and I also studied abroad in Germany. Um, you know, you, you do notice little things where you're trying to build a friendship maybe, but 
you're you're a little bit hesitant because yeah. you're like, oh gosh, you know, you know, could something happen here, or you know, you could turn your back and you could think, oh gosh, am I going to bump into somebody from school? And you know, these little thoughts come into your head, and life becomes quite overwhelming sometimes, and you really you really struggle with that in your head. Um, it's not a physical thing, I suppose. For most people, you'd probably, I would look perfectly okay, that I have a great life and mm. things are quite good. But behind it all, you could have a lot of anxiety. And I suppose people forget that people have another life than their, I suppose, public life, if you want to word it that way. I'm so glad that you said it like that, Michael, because that's exactly it. People, and particularly, you know, with online, when you're looking at social media, things like that, you see these so-called perfect lives and in inverted commas, and that is really not the reality for a lot of people. There is could be a lot going on with people. And like you say, you have this outward appearance of, of doing great, but at times the inward life doesn't reflect the out. Now, this is something that um, when I read this piece of information about you, I kind of thought, wow, this guy is uh, clearly a bigger person than me and a lot braver than me. Your bully actually approached you years later. How did that happen? And how did you feel when they approached you? Gosh, that was a, that was a very um, weird situation, I suppose, if you want to word it that way. Um, I was out in, in Dublin for dinner and um, with with two of my best friends and um, I seen him at the corner of my eye. Now, this was just one of the bullies, I suppose, but mm. um, I seen him at the corner of my eye and I thought, oh gosh. And I, I grabbed I grabbed my hand, my friend's hand and I said, oh God, okay, I just look down, you know, because I didn't want to, I didn't want to engage and because mm. um, I knew if I did, I might get quite upset and, you know, maybe angry. Um, and anyway, he came over anyway and he said, Michael, do you mind if I just talk to you for a minute? Um, and I said, okay. I said, what's it about? And he said, I just, I just want to have a private word. Um, so I then, I said, okay, that's no problem. So we stood to the side and he just said, Michael, I, I just, when I seen you, he said, I just wanted to come over and apologise to you for being really disrespectful to you and, and bullying you in secondary school. And he said, it, it had played on my mind. And now that I've seen you, I, I had to had to go over and say something to you. Um, so that was at the time was wow. Um, I I didn't know what to say. Um, I didn't know what to say. Uh, I hadn't a clue. I was like, gosh, I was so in my head about it. And I just said, okay. I said, okay. Look, I appreciate you you coming over and and manning up. I suppose to to chat to me and mm-hmm. to, and taking that step. Um, and at that stage, he kind of went on his merry way and and wished me luck, you know, in life and. Which was which was quite nice, and it was it was it took me a long time. Then after that, I suppose it really sunk in what the gentleman had done. Um, I thought it was extremely courageous, and um, it had obviously played on his mind. And I think for most bullies, I think there there is other stuff going on in their life, and yeah. you know people don't do things out of nowhere, out of malice. You know, a lot of times bullies they do have stuff going on in their own lives, and that's a way of them venting, really. Um, but, yeah, absolutely very courageous of the gentleman and I really appreciated it. Um, and I did. I forgave him and, um, you know, I suppose forgiveness is a big part of moving on and forgiveness to yourself as well. You know, you're not forgiving them. You're forgiving, you know, you're forgiving yourself, really, for, for having to go through that and, you know, letting it go, letting it go in your own mind. It's not about that other person. It's about your own mind and, and letting it go in your own mind. 
some fantastic pieces of advice that you've just given there. Like like I said before I asked you that question, clearly the bigger person, Michael. I don't know if I'd have had the strength to oh, not be, I don't know. I, I don't know how yeah. I'd react. I don't know if I'd react so well that, that you have in that, in that moment. I mean, you know, when you look back now, you know, you're, you're a really successful entrepreneur. Your company is doing so well. You know, you're thriving now in your life an awful lot of the time. And that's a testament to the inner work that you've done to overcome all of this and, and also the support network. But do you ever look back at Michael, who was, you know, 11, 12 years of age in boarding school, being tormented, so fearful? If you could go back to him, what would you say to younger Michael now? Oh, gosh, that's an interesting question. Um, I'd probably just say stand up. Stand up for who you are. Um and, and own it. Um, I know one of my favourite quotes um, is Dolly Parton, and she said, find out who you are and do it on purpose. Oh, I love so that. If I could go back and do that, I would. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to remember that one. Find out who you are yeah. and do it on purpose. Absolutely. And who you are is somebody that gives back because through your fantastic luxury destination property, Fits of Inch, you are doing a huge gesture for SOSA. Tell me what you're doing. Tell us this fundraiser. Yeah, so we decided to work with SOSAD and we are, we're donating €100 Euro per booking that comes into us. Um, from this month until the end of December. Now, the reason for the dates is this is our peak booking season for mm-hmm. next year. Um, so we're hoping to raise a good uh, good bit of funds for them during this uh, time. Um, so it's a great way to, you know, when you're staying with us, you know, you are staying in a relaxed and, and very mindful area um, and the property lends itself to that. Um, and you can also kind of peace of mind that, you know, when you're staying with us, you know that you're donating to a really good charity as well and that we are having an impact um, on our community all around us. And I suppose you never know when you will need this service yourself, whether that's your mum or your granny or your uncle. You never know when somebody in your life might need this service. Um, So I know they're... um, They've done amazing work with, um, you know, people with suicidal ideation, self-harming, depression, anxiety and bereavement. Um, and it's really important, I think, for us to, to give back a little bit if we can. Um, and I think this is a nice way to do it. And we're also, for people that can't stay with us, yeah. um, we also have a fundraiser on our website as well. So if you can't come and stay with us, you can just pop onto our website, fitsofinch.ie. And you can click the donate button there as well. So you can actually just donate without staying with us as well if you want to. Oh, and let me tell you, when you go onto the website, you're going to be captivated by the luxurious property that's available on this. We really are. Michael, I thank you so much for joining us. It's not an easy thing to to relive that and to share your experience. And I really am so, so grateful to you for doing that. And I think what you're doing for So Sad is so, so important and a huge, huge gesture. Thank you so much for joining me today. Yeah, no problem at all, Sinead. I'm delighted. Look, if it's if there's any way of us giving back, I think it's great to be able to do it and, and I'm thrilled to be in a position to do it. Thank you so much. Michael Fitzpatrick there, isn't he? Very inspirational. He really is. Fits, fits of inch. .ie. Okay, that is the website where you can just donate if you'd like to. I am going to put a link on it as well later on on lmfm.ie. The 11 to 1 show. 
Only 4% of universities in the U.S. are R1 research institutions, and Temple University is one of them. This means 100% of students have the opportunity to participate in hands-on learning and research with world-class faculty. With over 600 academic programs across 17 schools and colleges, Philadelphia's largest public university provides students with a rich variety of opportunities and propels graduates to succeed in their careers. Temple University. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu. visit Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.